Juiced with Oyer for Huawei. This is Juiced the podcast. Juiced 2.0. Second series of Juiced. And um, my name is Oyer for Huawei. I should probably introduce myself as I always forget. Episode 4. And firstly, I'd like to apologise. You guys may not understand why I'm apologising. I'm apologising because it has been three weeks. Three weeks since the last episode. And that is no one's fault, but... Yours. No, I was going to say something else, but that's fine. <laughs> um, no, yes, but my own. Um, I feel like I'm going to give some reasons. So, you know, get a notepad, guys, and then let me know which one's unreasonable. Oh, reasons are unreasonable. Now I see why they use that word. Gosh. <laughs> Gosh. So, 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 well, so first, no, firstly, firstly, firstly... I had a podcast and then I didn't edit it in time. Calm. That's one week. So now I was like, okay, we're going to upload. That's like, now we're going to be away for two weeks. That's fine. Second week came, edited the podcast. And I was like, no, I don't like what, what was said here. Because I recorded it last year in at the end of August. So I hadn't listened to it since then. So then I listened to it, what was good of it. And then I realized, okay, let me edit the bits where I don't that I don't like out of it. Then it turned into a really, really like like just snippets of conversation that I liked. And a lot of it, I just was like, I'm talking absolute crap here. I just, different headspace, you know? Yeah. And also I could tell that I was tired because I felt like I was just talking. There was no aim to the... There was no topic. Yes. And now I feel like it was a wasted guest because now I'm going to have to get this guest back again and do the same thing. Well, not same thing, hopefully. <laughs> something different, but I'm something better. But yeah, I'm going to have to do that again. So um, you will hear the podcast with supposed guest... Um, Supposed guest? Said guest. Said guest, thank you. But the guest wasn't said. Then mysterious guest. With mysterious guest. With guest with the guest you don't even know you're you're missing. That's who well actually you do because I didn't mention a name, but that's fine. Um on a different podcast. But you know, who's 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 taking note? <laughs> you guys are because I should get no fed. <laughs> <laughs> um so I apologize. Um those are the reasons and um yeah, I'm back. Be grateful, you know? Be happy. Count your blessings. That's what we should do. Let's not focus on the negative. Let's focus on the positive. The and positive. you know what's what's positive here? Got two people in the room. That's a positive number. <laughs> <laughs> that's a positive number. Did you I didn't even clock that until I was gonna say it. There's positive number. Bars. Yeah. Do you wanna introduce yourself or should I introduce you? You can introduce me. Um I'll introduce me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. My name is Christian Manuel. And what do you do? Hard so question. I'm a uh, filmmaker, a screenwriter with experiences in film, media, and a bunch of other stuff. You've got the job. Whoop. I love it. Where the money yet? We didn't agree on money. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> pay black artists. When I have money to pay black <laughs> artists, I will do so. Um, Slightly moonwalking out of the building. Yeah. We can still have the job though. <laughs> One thing I always um, have wanted to, I don't know if I've told you, but I always look at you and think, Reuben. Who's Reuben? That you look like a Reuben. What's a Reuben? A Reuben is a name. Like Christian doesn't look like your name. Does it not? No. Reuben. 
Yeah. So there's some imagery for you guys because, you know, I'm sure you're wondering how, who, you know, who's the other person on the mic? Ruben. Yeah, think Reuben and then that's what he that's what he looks like. But then his name's Christian. So, you know, yeah. it's hilarious. I'm also going to look like a Tom. I don't understand. You don't look like a Tom. <laughs> no. Mm, are they white? Mm. No, there was black. You know? What? You don't look like a Tom? In it. Uncle Tom. Ooh. What do you think they were trying to... I was going to say, where's the, where's the Tom in... I don't see any Tom. No. That's a bit mad. Have you ever met a black person called Tom? Oh, uh, no. That'd be so peak. Yo, Wagwan. Hey, Wagwan, bro. Hey, what's your name? Cause... Maybe Thomas. I oh, bet there's a Thomas Tom. that, that goes by Thomas, not Tom. Tom. Thomas is dead. I'm not going to lie. When I heard of Dave, the rapper, I was a bit surprised as well because I was like, oh. I see. I know Bear Davids, but I've, yeah, I know. Uh, I Dave, know I was like, oh. But Dave. And a Sam. Sam's cool. I've met a Sam before. I haven't met a Ben. But these I'm... are all religious names, aren't they? Sam, David. Oh, wait, they are. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> so, the reason we're here today is obviously, firstly, to record a podcast. Secondly, to ha have some great conversation. <laughs> yeah, mate. And then thirdly, we want to talk to the people, Dem. We want to talk to the people listening because you you graduated last year. Correct. I'm graduating this year. I'm graduating this year. I never thought I'd be saying, well, I knew I'd graduate. I didn't think I'd be doing it for like 10 years or something like that. I was only four years student front up, so. Let me, let me ask you then, do you think third year has gone really quick? No. No? No, I, I, people, I feel like enough people told me third year is going to fly by mm. that I, that, that for some reason it didn't fly by for me. Really? Yeah, second, yeah, I don't know why. I feel like, um, it didn't go fast. It didn't go slow. It went as fast as I thought it was going to go mm. after people telling me it's gone fast. So compared to like first year and second year, yes, third year has gone fast compared to those years. But as fast as I thought third year was going to be, this is like, I, don't, I hope this makes sense. But yeah, it's gone as fast as I thought it was going to be. So it wasn't too fast for me. It was fine. <clears throat> Last year was like manic for me. I just had so much to do. And then it was just like, everything was just... Maybe once I get now. towards the like deadline, like the actual, because I've got six weeks to the deadline now. Mm -hmm. Maybe once I get there, I'm going to be like, no, this was too fast. Where well, where did the time go? Is that just for your dissertation? Six weeks, to, uh, yeah, six weeks to the dissertation, seven weeks to the final project, and then eight weeks to my like online portfolio. Damn. I know. And then they, they posted something on Facebook where it was like, how would you guys feel about an extension? And everybody was like, oh my gosh, what an extension. And they were like, this is hypothetical. <laughs> and I was like, um, don't. D and that, and people told me and I was like this is why I don't have Facebook because they don't the respect you no the BCU like media page posted that jeez what kind of nonsense my life is not a mockery my life's not a game for you to be playing that's horrible that's like yo because pe people are going to be people are going to be back like Garen like, I'm sure people are going to fall behind and then say oh but I thought we were going to get an extension like you know I thought, no, thought I was going to have a couple extra weeks that's what the Facebook mean? page said though yeah I don't know if you have it, had it with your course, but like when you join, you have like a BCU media 20, whatever your years are to talk mm. to whatever your years are. And then you join that Facebook group and then they have like updates. We ju we just had a strictly film one, but that's for like all years. So it's not for oh. like specific oh, that's years. that's upsetting then. That's not... Oh, I don't want to be notified of any of that shit. Like... Yeah, that's why I got rid of my Facebook account because it was a bit excessive. Um, not just because of them, but everybody. Well, mm. Facebook in general is a bit excessive. 
Facebook's too much, man. What social media is you on right now? Oh, you still on like everything? No, I'm not. I don't. I have. In, I have an Instagram account, mm-hmm. but I don't use it. Um, I only go there when. Um, and I don't even have the app, so I have to go on my computer. I only go there when I need to find somebody's photo or check a social media account. Oh, like when you're creeping. No, not even that. Just <laughs> the, I don't. I rare like it's very rare that I go on there. I only realized the other day you can watch stories on your computer. Mm-hmm. You can't comment on the stories, but yeah, you can watch stories on your computer. So like that took up my time, some time, some of my time when I went back. But um, no, like I just go and check. Like I guess you can call it creeping. Like people who I aspire to be, I want to know what their like social media page kind of looks like. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I want to find all their links and stuff. So I like look to see if they got a website in the bio, all that extra mm-hmm. stuff. Because you know, graduating soon. Have to have like a proper profile on that, you know. Want to see if they actually have their LinkedIn all in order because I don't. Oh, my LinkedIn is a mess. But that's not what we're here to talk about. I don't know whether people put LinkedIn on their shit though. Actually, you know what? Let's talk. So basically, <laughs> I didn't see what the topic was. <laughs> we are going to talk about university things we wish we knew, things um we wish we did, and then also just some advice, like in terms of pursuing other things while you're getting your degree because. That's like people must. forget because we both did creative courses. I did media communications and you did film production technology. Yeah, so like um, portfolios are quite important. Yeah, but going back to LinkedIn, they told me to make a LinkedIn and to like get it in order and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it in order for the first deadline because it's part of the. I don't know if it was the same with your course. We have. See, so you don't. Okay, it's part so, of your module. Yes. We have a module called professional media practice. So in this module, you have to create a website, put your CV on there, have an online portfolio, create a LinkedIn. Um, for some people, they were like, you can create a professional Twitter account. Yeah. Some people, so, some, so some of my friends do have professional Twitter, Twitter accounts and then they have their like normal one, but their normal one is on like private. So it's got like, it's locked. Do you know what I mean? Um. So that was like first year, second year. It was kind of the same thing. I think, I think, I can't remember what, I didn't really care too tough in second. Second year was a was probably my worst year, I'm not gonna lie. Um, there's only three to choose from, <laughs> you and I. But, um, but then now in third year, you have to, you had to, you've got the online portfolio. That's the final deadline. So you have to have like your website, your um, your CV sorted, and then you have a mock interview as well. So you find oh, yeah, a job. You're telling me. Yeah, yeah you we f- didn't have none of this kind of stuff. The mock interview is probably the most beneficial thing I've ever done of that whole module. Because that whole mo- that module would always creep up when you've got other deadlines going on. Yeah. So like it, it would annoy a lot of people. We'd be like, this is a pointless thing because no one's looking at this. No one's looking to hire me right now. So why am I doing this? Um, but the mock interview was the most beneficial because you find a job ad you write a cover letter, you fix up your CV, you submit that, and then you have a mock interview and they act as if they're the employers and then they give you feedback on what you said and your CV and all of that. And then you get a mark for it. What's the interview layout though? Is it just one person interviewing you? Um, two people and the two people are industry professionals as in like they actually work in the industry. They're not lecturers. Yeah. Well, they're visiting lecturers, but they work in the industry. And yeah, it was... So it's credible. Yeah, it was really good. I, when they asked them, did they want feedback? They were like, um, yeah, if you have feedback for us, even though it's not really working like that. Um, and I said, yeah, your feedback to me was good because you didn't f- give me feedback according to the module. You gave me feedback according to like life. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? 
uh, like actual interviews rather than like according to the module like standards you didn't do this you didn't do this but according to like actual job interviews yeah this was good but this wasn't good you know like stuff like that i feel like for my course uh as well as other courses within that uh, faculty a lot of that stuff was external rather than mm. as part of the modules so it was like here's an option to go and do these things mm. and then no one would turn up to them that's probably why they made it compulsory because yeah, there's probably. so many things i don't know if you still get like emails from you still get the emails like yeah. where it's like graduate plus here's some things that are on and on and i sometimes browse through mm -hmm. when i have the time because the emails pile up sometimes you have to you know have a little clear out um and i'm like this is a great opportunity how did i not look into this sometimes it's like here's funding and how to get it yeah. and some investors are going to be there come to this and you're like oh i missed that i wonder if anybody went <laughs> because it's it's not compulsory you don't have to be there but um that's something i am gonna say if you're going to university or if you're at university hmm rinse the university for everything that it's worth definitely and I don't just mean as in like resources and like, you know, your tutors, but look at what is an extracurricular, well, not, I don't know if you call that extracurricular, but it's in like the careers advice that they offer you, not just a careers consultation, like the external things they're getting or they're putting on for you, the external events they're putting on for you. See what you'd like to do there and then go for it because you're better off having gone and not getting anything than not having gone and not knowing if you could have got anything from it. And it's only like an hour and keep in your mind, you can leave whenever you want to. There's never any like compulsory because once again, it's optional. Yeah. You know, what I'm finding out now as well because um, I'm currently doing an internship here at the university mm -hmm. is like how much stuff is wasted and how much like shit I could have taken advantage of while I was here. Tell us. Oof. Tell Oof. us. Is it just like um, highs and loans? Highs like, and loans. Highs and loans is the technical Access. department like equipment. Yeah, access to equipment, access to, uh, you know what it is, right? When you're here, you're basically around a lot of creative people, a lot of people like you, mm -hmm. whether that be in your profession or outside of your profession, people doing other, uh, you know what I mean, creative work. And it's very rare that you will be in an area mm. where you're surrounded with all this creative juices I never even thought about that. For three years of your life, five days a week. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you will have to search for that afterwards in terms of you will have to go to networking events or when you're doing mm. projects, which will be three months out of your, your year or something like that. Mm -hmm. But you, a lot of people don't take advantage of that. And as soon as they leave, they're like, oh, shit. Because then, then when you're trying to do some creative shit or you're trying to work and you're working in Tesco or something and people are telling you, you know what I mean? Are oh, you you gonna come out tonight? Or mm. oh, like fuck this job? Or oh, you, you, I'm working up to be the manager, and and you know what I mean? It's their life is just coming to this job, mm -hmm. looking forward to the weekend to chill out a bit, and then rinse repeat. And you can get caught up in that. I think that's my biggest. Um, I can't even say biggest fear because that's a lie. It's not mm -hmm. a fear of mine. That's my biggest. Uh, like, oh, what word? Basically. Don't know what word is meant to encapsulate everything I'm about to say, but go for it, shoot, shoot your shot. <sighs> Probably should do more of that actually, but you know, <laughs> education first. I think leaving uni and going into a field that has nothing to do with my degree 
Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's something that a lot of people fall into, not out of choice, but then like... Necessity. Yeah, necessity. Like you need money. It's not something that you could just wish and it appears. However, if, you know, there's an app somewhere that that can work like that, let me know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is legal. Um, <laughs> kind of. So... And it's someone's going to shoot you a message now. Like, yo. Yo, oh, I've got this fit. Two, two grams to go. You, you, you want to shot that shit? I mean, imagine if I've been... Um, what is it? A Ponzi scheme or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, some bad people have approached me for that. Stupidness. Anyways, <laughs> I haven't fallen for it. So that's great. But um, I just... It's the helplessness is something that bothers me. Because mm. I feel like it's all in... I'm such a like... It's all in the head. It's all in the mind. It's like what I was saying to you the, the, the other day. Like... You need the job to make the money, but you also want to do your own stuff that's creative. But you also, but then the dream would be to be paid for the things that you do creatively. So that yeah. way, all of, all of your ends are all your needs are met. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but then to feel helpless, like I need, like I have to do this job, and this job is taken away from the hours I could be spending on my creative things, or this job is exhausting me to the point where you I can't, can't do what you actually do want what, to do. Yeah. That helplessness, I don't. That that's it doesn't um doesn't scare me, but it bothers me because it's like it's all a it's I don't want to say like oh it's just a decision, just quit your job. No, don't quit your job, but like it's just a oh here's what I'm trying to say. Hello guys, you could have skipped the past minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's what I'm trying to say. Get it out, girl. Go on, go on. Do you? Do you? It's the people that break past that that make it in the industry. And that's the bit that bothers me because people don't realize that. Mm. When I say break past that, as in decide um, that, ra- that rather than looking at it as I'm in this job because I need this job to pay the bills and it's exhausting me to the point where I can't do other things like my creative stuff outside of this, I guess this creative industry just isn't for me. I can't, oh, I can't imagine I um, being helpless to the point where I decide, okay, well, the dream I had isn't working, so let me find a different dream. May not stay in this job forever, but I'll find a different dream. Do you know what I mean? Rather than to stick with that first dream, because maybe it could have. Do you see what I'm saying? If pe- so it's people who break past about that, the the struggle part. Yeah, you're saying that that people instead of pushing themselves to continue, is like, oh shit, this is too much. Let me just. I think I just need to go another route. Like this isn't for me. Yeah, because I think most people. The goal is to make money, and some people, the goal is to just be happy and do what you want to do. But um depends on which side of the make money thing. Do you want to make money doing what you love to do, or do you want to make money so that you can live comfortably? Some people would prefer to make money to live comfortably. And I think this is where, like, I just had a flashback to me and my personal trainer. Like, I don't like cardio. I don't like... um because I just, I'm not fit. Like, I'm just not. Well, then again, you know, catch me in a year. <laughs> I can go. Um, but yeah, I just don't like the feeling of, like, um, my heart beating in my ears. It doesn't give me, like, it just freaks me out. I don't really enjoy it. Like, it's too, it feels too close to a panic attack. So I'm just like, yeah, let's just not do it. Rather than for me to um, find a different way, I just decided, yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. But then, like, I look back and I'm like, no, that's me doing what I just said I don't want people to do, but yeah. in a different area of my life. And I just feel like, oh, practice what you preach, Oyen. Damn it. So, but I'm still not doing cardio upon that. <laughs> no, you need to, man. 
Yeah, I do. I mean, when I say you need to, I'm not trying to like insinuate that you got some weight on you, but I just mean like. Oh, no, I just want to. Do you know what I really want? P- my PT's. Sorry, this is off topic, but you guys can go make a cup of tea and come back in like two minutes. Um, I just want a low, low, like a, a slow heart rate. Why? Because the, the slower you I swear the slower your heart rate, the more fitter you are. Or is it the slower your, the quicker your heart can return to its resting? I think it's that one. Yeah, yeah. I want that quick recovery. You I don't get, like. You can't get that without training. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I just. Is there an app? <laughs> There's is an that, app that, for everything. Is, is there that an be app? A solution to everything. Like you, yeah, you like, got the app. You got the app. <laughs> you got the crack. No, I'm joking. That's not what we're trying to do. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, another thing to do with the university. I hear that creative juices thing. All the ideas. Because you know what? Will Smith was saying the other day something about failure. And he, he was getting on to something. Did you watch that clip? Have you watched it? But he was like, you have to fail big to win big, basically. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, that that's a common thing though, that a lot of people always speak about. Is that um, practicing fail mm-hmm. practicing to fail basically and it's all about that specifically when you get in a creative industry there's always going to be like a lot of tough shit that you're gonna have to go through um and then you're always gonna have to kind of work your way back up like mentally physically whatever um but i've noticed that yeah that struggle is part of the process mm, so like in when... it makes it better a lot of the time as well yeah like i i I've people listening to this podcast may not know. I did a different podcast before this and it didn't go well, so I just took it off the internet. Yeah. Yeah, then I decided, okay, I'm still I still want to do this, but you know, the first time wasn't amazing. So let's try again, make it better, mm-hmm. figure out what went wrong and come come back at it with the same energy, just a different approach. Yeah. That's that's all you've gotta do like every single time. You know what I mean? You win some, you learn some. And I have the privilege of being at uni where like I say to people, I have the privilege of being a nobody. No one knows that I put that podcast out before. So like, and it's not on the internet anymore. So there's no like record or pressure, if that makes sense, for people to be like, oh, but you did this before. Like we won't, we can't forget your failures. Well, you don't know I have, you don't know how many times I've failed before I actually succeed and I'm in your face. Do you see what I'm saying? This is This university that... three years yeah. is like, use it as like just a, a testing ground. People ask me, should I make a podcast? I'm like, do make it. that podcast. Your idea may not sound amazing to me, so tweak it a little bit, but make the podcast because you may realise, oh, I love presenting or I hate presenting. One of the two, this is the perfect time to experiment. You know what it is? What's like fucked In up all the sense game of the for word. everybody is fucking this social media, man. That's why I came off. Like, can you imagine like back in the 90s, you'd be like, <laughs> you could do whatever the fuck you wanted mm-hmm. and there'd be no record of it. You know what I mean? Like you look at yes. um, you look at Kendrick Lamar, right? Mm. All the shit that he's put out over the last like four or five years, all these amazing albums that everybody loves. If you dig into the archives and you find all his old shit, I'm saying he's probably got like twenty mixtapes, albums of shit that no one's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, and you listen to it and it's horrible. Now, are you imagining the social media age right now and he would have just put that out straight away and everyone's like, this guy's whack. Mm. And then he comes with his next album like, oh, that's that whack guy. No one's going to listen to that. Mm-hmm. 
but I think because of sh- social media has got everyone to the point where anything they do, they feel they need to. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They feel they need to broadcast it to the public oh. on their pages. Yes, yes, I agree. Yes, so, yes, like, yes. if I'm gonna do a podcast right now, I want this to be the podcast I'm gonna do in the foreseeable future, rather than like the the practice podcast mm. or whatever that is. And oh. and then you feel pressure. I love this idea. You feel pressure because of that, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, but if I if I take this down now, everyone's gonna know that I failed with mm. the podcast, and yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like you get caught up in that whole wanting to show off or wanting to prove to everybody i guess it's kind of like your is it mm, is it your digital footprint kind of like or actually you know what because that's not your digital footprint that's something else i'm pretty sure that's not what i'm talking about but then like say you have like a canvas Mm -hmm. um and everything you put online or you publicize about yourself you're adding to that canvas whereas in the 90s you didn't have that canvas um that canvas was private only you got to see it until you decided, okay, this is exactly what I want to do. Let me tell my friends, my family, and let them go and spread the word. And now this is what I'm known for. Yeah. You just have one final photo. Whereas now there's a lot more, um, you've got a lot more ink blots on the photo. You've got a lot more um, scribbling, like scribbles out on, on, the, on your canvas. So people can see the errors of your ways. But then the thing is, yeah, people can see the errors of your ways, but you're still going to have those people that once you do make it and you've got all those errors on your, um, like canvas they're going to be looking from far away and be like that's a beautiful photo love that that's amazing but they have not come close enough to realize you've done six failed podcasts and you've done six different albums that never actually made it which is why like i didn't even know that about kendrick lamar that he wasn't that great back in the day because some people they come on and you're just like oh you're amazing Mm. but um I like Kendrick Lamar, and I, Kendrick Lamar and I never even knew that because I'm looking from far away. I've not done the research to look, um, to go far, far back enough. Hmm. Oh. That's mad though, man. Like, you, you, know have to, you have to give yourself a bit more credit, I think. Everyone just needs to give themselves a bit more credit and then just, <sighs> I don't know, it's a difficult one. But some people would say that that means you're not giving yourself the... Um, the breathing space to believe that you'll succeed because you're saying some people would say well isn't that like saying if I said about this podcast well I don't plan for this podcast to blow up because like this is just my tester and to be honest if well I'm not gonna set my mind <laughs> um this is just my tester um you know I'm just I'm just testing out the waters so people be, some people will be like, well, you're not dreaming big enough. Yeah, you're limiting your aspirations. But you'd, but I'm not going to say like, oh, you don't know my life. But like, if you have, sometimes, sometimes you just have to. A lot of the times, though, um, a lot of these ideas or projects weren't necessarily supposed to be people's main. Mm. Um, I can't find a word. But you know what I mean? Main like grinds? Yeah, like. Is it because they do it because they love it? No, because there's the pressure of this has to go well. Well, I just mean someone might record something or someone might make something just to make it or just to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. And then they're saying, like, this is part of uh, my way of getting to where I need to be. Mm. And then a lot of the times is that thing will then blow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People don't necessarily think this is the thing that's going to put me over. Mm-hmm. They've got this plan of how they're going to do everything and then something just happens to, you know what I mean, catch fire and it's like, oh, shit. And then they start working around that. Like, you look at um, 
I guess one of the most recent examples would be something like Big Shaq. Mm-hmm. Like he just jumped on one extra and was like, let's do this funny thing. <laughs> and then he's like, it blew up. It blew up. He's in the BET Awards. He's doing all these it's crazy videos. He's recording, I mean, doing live shows at one extra. And he was the, got the most hype out of everyone performing there. Mm-hmm. You see him with DJ Khaled doing interviews on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Like he, he didn't go into thinking this one skit is going to get me everything I, you know what I mean, I want to do. Or maybe he did, but I feel like a lot of the time is that's how things end up. It's not necessarily a plan of this thing is going to be the thing that mm-hmm. gets me to where I want to be. I think one thing I would have, um, well, I knew already well, and that's like, I tell you back in first year, I think I had a plan of I'm going to do as much as possible when I came to uni. But then, like, that didn't really work out because, like, you know, you actually have to do uni when you come to uni. That's something yeah. they forget to tell you. Well, maybe they told me and I wasn't there for that lecture. But then again, go to all your lectures. <laughs> but nah. they're like, you test drive, hopefully you test, well, I mean, it depends. You test drive multiple cars before saying this is the car I want to buy. I think that's something I wish I'd, I'd like, shared as, like, information to my friends. Like, there's, so, there's oh, the worst module I've ever done um, was a module I just did because I was like, oh, I don't really care what I do this semester. Let's just do something that's different. Yeah. Was photography and visual culture. The worst module I have ever done. And I did it because I was like, um, I don't like the idea of not challenging myself. I was like, I can't come to uni and just pass because I knew I was going to pass. I'd like to think I achieved something. Because yeah. otherwise I just came. Um, if I was at level like six when I came to uni, that means I'm leaving at like 6.5. Why don't I try and leave at eight rather than um, just... Point five knowledge gained because I was able to pass all those modules because I knew what I was doing. Mm. It's like when people recycle their sixth form essays and try and like make it for uni, people do that in first year, trust Yo. me. Yeah, and it's just- I did that. You did that? <laughs> See, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you're like, oh, I had this idea and now let's just make it appropriate for, oh, yeah. um, for like university standards rather than to come with a new idea so you can further your knowledge. You know what I've found? Tell me, tell me Christian. Is. Or Ruben. I have two Ru- friends called Ruben, Ruben, so they're going to be like, um, excuse me? <laughs> is that you You get what you put into it, which is like such a cliche term, but it's so true. Mm. Is the first two years of university, like, I completely hated it. I remember saying to everyone that I was going to leave um, and that I was going to like try and find a job somewhere or something like that. And the reason why I hate it so much, I found retroactively, is that I was just coming in I was going to the lectures. Sometimes I'd skip the lectures. And mm-hmm. then as soon as the lectures were done, I'd bounce back home, you know what I mean? And sit in front of the TV or something like that. Mm. When I started enjoying university was when I was like, oh, let's actually try and do more in terms of, let's try and build some contacts, let's try and build some networks, mm. let's try and uh, do more things that will get me employment or get me to where I want to be. S- stuff like, developing my own society or Mm. uh, making a short film or you know what I mean Uh, mixing with other different faculties and seeing how we could do creative projects with other different types of creatives Mm. yeah I agree um but yeah 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 oh my god yeah so 
I my plan for uni was first year because I felt because I was like the way they talk to us in the um the way they talk to us and also treat us which I don't think lecturers may realize they're doing is um yeah get involved with this da, da, da. but they never push it because obviously it's your own choice mm. so I'm not bashing for that they never push it so first years come in do their modules live life second year um, this is in terms of like music communications mm-hmm. you realize um and he's getting more experience in something rather than just the hours that i did it has to relate to my um my course somehow okay let me go and work with scratch scratch media is the like bcu media society sort of radio station website magazine multiple things um okay. i hope that i described that well who knows and then third year, you're like, I need to form my own portfolio of what I need to like, what what I am as a artist or producer or whatever it is. To get me employment. To get the employment. I said, no, I'm not going to do it like that. First year, let me involve myself as much as possible in the uni's uh, media scene. Mm-hmm. Then second year, let me form my portfolio. Then third year, let me like form it, like refine it, if that makes sense. So I feel like I've done that to an extent. That's good. Not a lot of people come into it with that outlook but the what you just said the the best the year work that i've had the most fun was definitely first year because um i knew so many different groups of people who did not know each other yeah that there were just different opportunities so there's never the thing of oh we can't give oin this opportunity because she's already doing that they don't even know i'm doing the other thing so therefore they're always like oh yeah Oyen can do that. And then the other people are like, oh yeah, Oyen can do that. So they don't know that I'm working with different people. I'm working with the SE, but I'm also working with Scratch. Or I'm also working with um, the course itself. It's just, um, when you, it's, it's, it takes so much effort. I can empathize with people so much. Because I was just saying to you before I got here, like, I've noticed I now lack enthusiasm to to do things. But once I start doing it, I because I I know I'm gonna enjoy it, but it's just the journey there. Yeah. Like I was meant to go. To, I feel bad. I was meant to go see my friend perform, but the walk there was what put me off. I was like, I know I'm not gonna enjoy the walk there, and I love walking, but I just wasn't in the mood to walk anywhere. Yeah. But I, so I didn't go, even though I knew I'd have a really good time there. That journey of um going out there, going to the, and you know what, this may be common in uh, multiple unis. The scratch, um, the like media, not society, but like the the uni's media station or whatever it is, or their photography people or their uh, magazine or whatever it is. You really have to involve yourself to be involved. You actually can't just turn up and like pay for the society membership and leave. You have to involve yourself to be involved because do you know how many people came to me and said, how do you get this opportunity? How have they asked you to go to this? How have they asked you to present this? How have they asked you to do this? And I'd be like, oh, it's through Scratch. They'd be like, really? I went there, I paid for my membership. And like, they're not really like, they haven't hollered me. Like I've joined the page. Yeah. Fam, yeah. can I just tell you, I didn't even pay membership first year and they asked me to do all that. I still should pay my membership. You know, that's controversial. But you have to involve yourself. If you, you need, do you know what? My brother, my, my parents can vouch me. People can vouch me. I don't care if people think I'm a problem, you know? If, I've, if I'm involving myself, you have to be a problem to these people to like. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry, I've said a lot. Go on, Christian. <laughs> okay, so I got two points there, right? Let me know. <laughs> so one of those points is 
you need to get on people's ass to like yeah. get what you want. A lot of the times people are always going to be ignoring you. I don't know, my voice just broke like I was 31. <laughs> a lot of the times people are going to be um, ignoring you, right? If When you're trying to get something and you really just have to like get to the point of where you're annoying to them mm. and they feel like they need to like set you up with something or they need to make contact just to get you off their ass. You yeah. know what I mean? Um when I developed my society, right, the society I developed, it was the uh, it was the first screenwriting society in uh, Birmingham to see university. Sick. And um, the way I ran it was... So it was professional. <laughs> yeah, it was very professional. <laughs> uh, so it was run through talks and workshops where I basically, like, recruited industry specialists to come and do, run these talks and workshops for students. Mm, sick. Um, so a lot of the name, a lot, some of the names included uh, Rem Conway, who's a friend of mine. He's basically a local stand-up comedian. He currently works for the BBC uh, within the script department. Uh, Chris Jury, who was a director and writer for shows like EastEnders, Hollyoaks, uh, Casualty, Holby City. And then Ian Kennedy, who was the president of the West Midlands Screenwriters Forum. Now, I say those names to say that's like it's... I'm going to kick off for Kick off. Kick off. I don't mind. It's not my name, Harness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Wait, wait tell, what, what are you trying to say? Right, say so it. the university doesn't have um, a lot of those things. Well, they have some of those things, but they're very separated in terms of how they're uh, broadcasted to students. Mm -hmm. um, the reason I set up that society was because I couldn't find anything like that within the university. Mm. When I ran it, uh, I think the first talk, there was quite a big turnout. The second talk dwindled and then by the third or fourth talk there was probably like five people in there now that is a very good opportunity for students looking to get in the industry in terms of if they want to know more about screenwriting or how to get in the industry or talent mm -hmm. skills they need to develop and you know those kind of things there and it just feels like a lot of the times people just don't take advantage of it when it's right there in front of you you know what i mean do you know what it is People forget, like, and I, oh, this is what I... But that's why I, I don't blame, you know, when you were saying that as well, what? how you was talking about the lecturers not trying to push things on you and then just say, mm -hmm. oh, they've got this thing on there and then not necessarily, you know what I mean, pushing the emphasis of what it actually is. Mm -hmm. is because people just won't turn, turn up. up. But I don't, I, no, yeah. That's actually very true. People, mm. you can only try for so hard before you realise this is a lost cause or like this yeah. isn't really... Um, like effective or effective in the way in the numbers that you'd like it to be but in the mind of a student I know why people don't go and this think? is something that I like I'm quite religious so I was like I have to break this like this mindset this this I, I said this like spirit but this mindset of um, the education bubble mm -hmm. I remember saying to like I think I said it to my friend Despa one time and I was like I can, I talk to people on my course. Like I, I talk it's to Desper. bare people. On, Desper's uh Desper Robinson. That's the one. Yeah. Um, I talk to a lot of people on my course and I think because I talk a lot, people don't think I'm listening to what people are saying, mm -hmm. but you can talk to people and realize where they are mentally on the course, not first year, second year, third year, where they are. Sometimes like, see what I said in terms of that um, first year, you come and enjoy yourself. Second year, you um, try and involve yourself in the unis like, uh, activities whatever they have to offer third year you go out and try and make your own name you can talk to some people and realize 
they haven't popped that that bubble of education where there's always going to be the safety net where there's always going to be another opportunity next week oh, like where they don't always understand the importance of these things where they yeah where they don't realize you you will graduate you well for for my for my course last deadline is going to be may 18th we graduate july 24th i don't think my card works after july 24th no, it doesn't. It doesn't. People in, don't realize in, the, the uni. Like uni is like you can have the the email is um available for you to use two or three years after your um course. You can still have access to it. Da, 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 da. They don't re- people don't realize the uni will deuces like say goodbye to you, peace out. You cannot scan in. I've seen security say no to people who graduated like a week ago. Oh, I can't come in. No, for what? For what do you have to come in for? You've done your course. Your 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 privileges here have been revoked. <laughs> you, it's kind of like, who are you? I it's like this is this has been your family for three years, but you have to realize it's temporary. Imagine you were a robber, or <laughs> you're a, you're a burglar. Should I say? So a robber sounds a bit, yeah. um, you know, have some class. <laughs> um, and you have twenty four hours in this house to take everything you can. You're not going to wait until there's two hours left, are you? You're going to be moving from the first hour because you realise I have 24 hours. People don't have this sense of like a lifespan here. They think, oh, been in ed... But I don't blame them though because you've been in education since you were born. Well, sort of born, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, since you were able to think, sort of. So from... That's why like I can talk to people who didn't go to uni and that bubble has popped for them, which is why they feel like they feel a bit, why they move a bit differently to myself. Like their adult decisions are more like, I need to move out now. I need to have a baby now. I need to um, find my partner. Da, da, da. Whereas mm. I'm still in this education, like um, uh, lifestyle where I'm still meeting new people. There's still people on my course I haven't met. I'm still um, being given new opportunities. I get regularly, I get, I regularly get the emails from um, job book, which is the platform where you can get jobs. Um, of there's an opportunity here. Videographer um the Hippodrome. Where where else am I gonna get that opportunity where everything is handed to me on a plate? People think like here's you, some jobs that you here's can Here's some jobs for. that you can apply for. Here's some things you can Go do. To this. This here's will some help opportunities you. where there's gonna be funding. Here's some opportunities where um you wanna get involved in radio. We have some radio specialists coming in to speak to you, speak to the students, come to this thing. People are like, Oh, it's always gonna be there. Because it always has been there for 21 years. It always has been there, which is why some mature students are so differently mindset. Like, But it's, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's quite upsetting when you meet a mature student and they're thinking like a first year. And you're like, bro, bro. Yeah. Where have you been? What have you been doing for the past five years? But that's not even, I don't even feel like that's a like, valid excuse for people as well. It's not an excuse. That, that's, but for, for me, all those opportunities, that's something that's developed while you've been at university, which you've only been at for three years. You know what I mean? I mm. don't remember any of these opportunities being there beforehand. True. And I remember like when the society was done as well, that I made a lot of the people emailing me saying, oh, look, when's the next one? And these were the people who hadn't turned up to any of them like oh like I really want some information on this or I'm really trying to get help here and I I feel like you know I could use a society here and I'm like sorry like it's done do you know what some of you lot are email warriors (laughs) you will send a million emails you'll send 20 emails sometimes you have to do things in person and act yeah like going back to what I said be a problem I didn't I I rare I don't think I sent any emails to scratch like the office is there, the door is always open. Sometimes I just go there and have a conversation, because like 
you can't always be there and be like, have you got anything for me? Sometimes you have to make a name for yourself so they remember you rather than the person who always wants something. Like, you need to be the person that's... Um, proactive. Proactive. And also, when you have opportunities to go to, like, certain events and there's people who are doing... You re- you can look at them and you're like, you're doing something. Like, I, I would like to be involved. Mm-hmm. You need to be memorable. Do you know how many students probably approach people on a daily... Approach... Um, Industry professionals, I'll say, on a daily basis, like, oh, I'd love to get involved. Okay, and? So, I'm pretty sure there's bare people that want to be involved. You need to be uh, memorable. You need to be, you need to remember, you have the privilege of being a nobody, so you can pay yourself however you want to. Whenever I walk up to people, and I still do it now if I'm trying to, like, uh, get people on my side or, like, people for them to remember me, ask them something that's different. Or if you've done your research, talk about something that they've done already and maybe try and give a new perspective. Not in terms of like feedback, like, oh, I really love the way you did this or I loved how you did this. I remember I used to ask people, what did they have for breakfast? That I don't always recommend because, you know, sometimes it doesn't get well. <laughs> um, but I'd try and use my person, use your personality to your advantage. And sometimes just um, remember, it's it's you're not always in competition with people but you need to be in competition with yourself how can you be a better person or a better version of you present the best version because think if i go to mcdonald's there's a certain way i act with the people that are there i don't want to bring that same attitude to somebody i'm trying to get to hire me Mm. i need to be a better version of myself i need to compete with myself daily to be better and if i'm not better that day there's always the next day and the next day and the next day but as long as i'm conscious of um yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how I've started moving as well. Tell me, how have you moved to the left or the right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm listening. Is um <laughs> No, it's comedy crew's on it's honest. So it's got legs, it's got legs. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh a lot of my priorities at the moment is focusing on my own individual projects I feel. So that what I've noticed is when I get into these networking events or these kind of spaces is I'm not coming into it with the idea of I need a job, I need the project to get on, I need to talk a certain way to be able to get that project when I'm engaging with these people. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of the times it's just, I just want to, ha- I came here to have a conversation with people like me and then just feed off that energy. Mm. And then you'll find that a lot of times that's when the opportunities develop. Yeah. And it's not necessarily because, well, I think it's because you're moving in that uh, that space and you're, you're more comfortable. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're more comfortable, so you're not trying to push, hey, that, I need a job. Yeah, and that's why I feel like I was stressing, like, um, don't be in competition with other people. And that's why sometimes, yeah, you may think, oh, I need to keep pushing this on social media. I'll keep pushing this on social media. If you realize social media is making you have a negative attitude towards um, your own content, as in like, oh, this isn't good enough because this person did this. You need to take a break, my friend. Two weeks? You know what else it does? It rushes your process. Because you, you're... Ah, because so you're in right. competition with everybody else. You're like, yeah, I you're... need to get this out there so they can see that I'm doing what I'm doing. Yes. Thank you. Rather We're on than, the same page. Rather than... Look uh, at I your need... own, like, progress. I remember when I... um, <laughs> Like, the first time I got um a thousand listens 
from 15 different podcasts. I don't think people have realised how how um, little, how few listens that is per podcast. Yeah. Because you guys will never know I hit the listens. <laughs> but um, for the first time, I got a thousand listens from 15 different podcasts. I was so proud of myself. So proud of myself. Because I was like, do you know this is better than like, um, not better than, oh, so-and-so's podcast. Not better than so-and-so's podcast. Better than what I, th- not what I thought was going to be, but it's a milestone. If people, Whether people want to realise it or not, the small wins, um, take away the word small, they're still wins. It yeah. still applies. You still need to celebrate them. Yeah, I still, like, if you don't celebrate yourself for um, the small wins, you won't appreciate your work. And who else is going to appreciate your work if mm. you don't appreciate yourself? You can't wait for other people to appreciate it because trust me, they will not. You're going to be constantly striving for something that's not going to come. Yeah, especially once people realise the power is in their hands. I think the the there's people that I um I look up to and I think they don't, I've, I'm actually confident, they don't care what other people say in terms of their work. They just kind of strive for their own. I want I want to make this. I want it to be this good. I'm going to make it and I'm, it's going to be this good. Yeah. And then when it is that good, pat myself on the back. I'm proud of myself. That's That was the goal. The goal was never to... It's like um, if you listen to some podcasts, The Read, they've been going for five years and they sold out the Apollo in New York. And that's a that's a big thing. That yeah. is a big Crystal thing. Crystal and Kid Fury. Yeah. So I don't think they started it. I think they... No, actually, I don't even think they... Not even say that. I think they look at different things that we may not look at as achievements, but they see it as an achievement because they know the journey that they took to get there. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're like, oh my gosh, five years. Oh my gosh, the Apollo. That's a milestone. I want that milestone. Don't look at it like that. Create your own milestones. Like there's some people who have half birthdays. That's a milestone for them. You do what you need to do to celebrate your life. I'm going to continue to do years because I like years. But if you want to do them every month, you're like, I've made it another month. That's an achievement to me. Damn right. Then that's an achievement. No one can tell you it's not an achievement. Stop listening to other people because trust me, it it just messes with your mindset. It messes with... um what you want to create, because then you're going to start creating things because so-and-so is creating this. You're going to start doing this because so-and-so is doing this. It's like podcasts. I push people, yeah, go and do a podcast. But some people I know, you're doing a podcast because everybody else is doing podcasts. You're not doing podcasts because you have something to say. You're not doing podcasts because you like to talk on the mic or you um, you just want to improve your presenting skills, whatever it is. You're like, oh, podcasts are hot. Let 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 me do podcasts. Stop, because it's never going to last. I'm sorry. It's not like, not even being like negative. It's not going to last because the minute your eye catches the next hot thing, you're going to drop it. Yeah. And then where's the longevity in that? I remember there was a certain time frame when I was doing a lot of stuff. And instead of celebrating the things that I was doing and how far I'd came, it was a lot of, oh, but it's not as good as so-and-so's project. Mm. Oh, but I'm not doing as much as they are. And then after I took a step away from social media <laughs> is when I started actually celebrating the things that I've done. And I was like, shit, look how far I've came in like the last year and how much I've done. I was like, damn, mm. you know, pound the back, Christian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well done to yourself. What I like about you is as well. Tell me, tell me, I'll put it on my CV. <laughs> <laughs> is I hate... When I say to that's uh, an interesting way to start. I, <laughs> I hate you, man. <laughs> okay, right. Well, that's is, great. Um, when I say to people that I want to do something with them, 
is I genuinely mean it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not just trying to throw something out there and then just like, oh, you, we should do this together. Yeah. But I said use like I do a podcast and I was like, I'd love to get on that podcast because mm -hmm. I feel like we have good conversations and I just want to do a podcast. And you was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I was like, cool. And I was thinking, oh, maybe we won't do a podcast. I don't, I don't know. Maybe she might not want to do the podcast. And then you hit me up and you was like, yo, so you you good to go? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? Thanks, man. It's it's all good. Christoph, and that just that just made me feel a bit guilty. You'd say to everyone that I've said I'll do a podcast. <laughs> If this has been the case where I have said I'll do a podcast with you, it's probably because of distance. There's a few, there's like four people. I've got a list of who I want to do podcasts with mm -hmm. and that have agreed to it. And the people that I'm still, that have waited the longest, probably like the max a month, um, are all in different cities. So it's a matter of... Availability. Yeah. But then I still want to do the podcast with them. Like I've, like I've said I'll do it, so we have to do it. But mm. I always feel like I look bad because, you know availability and then also like my uni work yeah in first year and second year i could slack off with my uni work and i'd still be able to continue this year i've realized there's no time like th there's no time to slack off because after that after the next deadline that is the deadline that's kind of like it really is the deadline that's <laughs> like, it that's man that's actually it <laughs> it's actually over like yeah that's a bit much. but thank you very much for saying that that's all good thank you i but appreciate back to that it point, there's always a a perfect time to do things you know what I mean even if you might not think that would be the time to do it mm. also um, I I can understand some people put a timeline on their things a timeline of like I need to do this by this date I need to do this before so and so Like, I, but if it's a thing of procrastination yeah get onto your own case because mm. you're procrastinating. If it's a thing of, I want to do this before so-and-so does it, or I want to do this before so-and-so does it, just kind of, like, your time is the best time, if that makes sense. Yeah, like you're so caught up on that timeline. Things will happen when they need to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Things will happen when they need to happen. And sometimes, if you want to do something and then somebody else does it, don't don't get onto your case unless it's because of procrastination. If it's the thing of um, they beat you to the punch or they did it better or whatever it is, like another reason that's just not procrastination, accept it and realise, you know what, there's enough space in this industry for all of us to succeed. So that clearly was not for me. Because if it was, it would have been. Even if uh, there's always a, a, part, a particular approach to do things. Mm. You know what I mean? Someone You might feel like someone done it better than the way you was going to do it but they didn't do it with your identity infused true, in, true, in their true, process you know? true you know what i mean so there's always something to add to make it your thing mm -hmm. you know what i mean because imagine if people just that. stopped making rom-coms because they were like ah, oh, you know i'm kind of making the same plot as so and so did but i, I feel like they've stopped doing rom-coms oh my gosh rom -coms they have did you see chrissy chrissy teigen post about that why would she say? She tweeted, um, where are all the rom-coms? Because I have nothing to watch. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what she said. And mm. she's, yeah, there, there's a lack of them. People are really in, infatuated by um, action right now. Because, you know, Marvel's kind of taken over. Yeah, action and horror. Films. Action and horror are the ones that are taken over. Some thrillers are coming out, which is cool. That's... What? This is going to jump into one of the things I wanted to talk to you about as well. 
is. Tell me. What Hollywood does a lot of the time is they move on uh, the current wave. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, what's hot right now is superhero films. So let's do another division of superhero films to rival what Marvel's doing. Mm. Let's make some rom-coms because that's what's hot right now. Blah, 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 so on and so forth. It's happened for like the last flipping hundred years from like the start of film. Um, what's happening at the moment is people are creating their own wave. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. people, what what happened a lot of the time is Hollywood was like, well, we're not going to make any black films because no one's going to go and watch them. There's not going to be a lot of attention to it and it's not going to create us profit. It's not going to, you know what I mean, give us money. Mm-hmm. And people have just been like, yo, f- fuck this shit. Let's just make something that we want to make. And then, and then, and then they blow up and then Hollywood tries to create a vacuum around that one thing. So you just got to make what you want to make, man. You ain't got to just jump on waves a lot of the time. And what I wanted to talk to you was about is mm-hmm. this renaissance of black excellence at the moment, including things like Get Out and you know I still Black Get Panther. Out. Are you mad? I know. Are you being for real? I like to watch things after the hype, which is why I only saw Black Panther like two days ago. Mm-hmm. And... um. Firstly, on Black Panther, mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm so glad I do things like that, though, because I get all the excitement that like I get from the group mentality of like, oh my gosh, this, 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 and then it dies down, and I'm like, okay, I still haven't watched it. So like, the excitement's died down, but I still want to watch it. Yeah. So then I watch it, but then I get excited not because of like, How do I explain it? Like, I like things because I like them, not because I enjoyed the, um, oh, I watched this when everybody was watching it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm quite a loner in that in that sense. So I'm the same. When I was watching it, I was more so enjoying the plot, you know, enjoying what this was going to do for, for, for film mm-hmm. and what it was going to do in terms of, like, representation. Mm-hmm. But... It also made me, like, in terms of, like, myself, me, myself, and that's all I got in the end. But I found out. Um, it made me, like, I don't know how to explain it. Hold on, let me think for a second. It made me want to, to do something that monumental. The last time, this is quite sad, but the last time I watched a film, and... Um, it doesn't matter what film it is, even if there's nothing at the end of the credits, I watch all of the credits. Obviously, Marvel movies, there's always a yeah, like end, there's credit end credits. Scenes, yeah. But um, I like watching the credits because it's like, do you know how many people it took to make this movie? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, do you know how fulfilling it must be to one, do what you want to do, but then also to be part of such a big production? I said, I like, I watched the credits go by and I was like, I can only dream of, um, well, not only dream, I'll one day, but like, to be part of something that big, like, it blows my mind. The last time I felt that way was, um, and I've watched movies since, the last time I felt that way was the first time I, the first Hunger Games. Because I, I read the books and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm excited. And then I watched it with my friends. And then I was watching the, I was reading the credits and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was following the main characters. But there's bare names in this credits, you know? There and I've always watched like seen bare names and credits and like oh skip fast skip fast. But when you watch and you realize these are all Hundreds different people, people yeah. like they'd overfill they'd fill this cinema twice over 
There's so many people involved in this. It blows my mind. It blew my mind. So I was like, I, I want to be involved. I like acting. But then I was like, even if I don't, um, if I'm not the the star or like involved in it, do you know how proud I would be to be on the credits? To be the person that did this? Because now I have a different connection than anybody else that will watch it. Yeah. Because I was part of that. You got like to share like, that with the people who made it. Do you get what I'm saying? Blew my mind. I think it's incredible. And that's going on, going back to what you said about um, the wave, creating your own wave. I think it's very important in this. Oh, actually, did you have a point after what I just said? No. Okay. I think it's very important in this industry to be self-aware. Self-aware of, you know, when your idea is crap, when your idea is good, when your idea is different. And um, self-aware then also, oh, I don't know a term for this, but it's in like, do your research, basically. And you've got to be your harshest critic. That's the one. You, you, When you look at all these movie credits, there's people who are doing different roles. There's people who probably watch the final edits and like, no, that's not good. That's good. That's not good. That's that's good. There's people who looked at the script and was like, yeah, we're taking that out. Or no, we're keeping that in. Or... You need to do all of that for yourself. You need to be your own researcher. You can't just be like, I have this idea. I like it. Cool. You need to research. Has this been done before? Why is mine different? Of course, yeah, I'm doing it. But why else is it different? Mm -hmm. Like I said, you have the privilege of being a nobody. So you have to come. Do you know what I mean when I say privilege of being a nobody? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like you have no... um, You can do what you want without having to face backlash for it or do you know who Korea used to like uh, um want to like copy Reggie Yates because I was like okay so he came in and then he did different industries separately radio then tv then documentaries do you know what I'm saying like in mm-hmm. terms of the an order he had the privilege of being a nobody in each different industry though Rather than to, um, hmm. I feel like I'm losing my point. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go back to privilege of being a nobody, then I'll go on to Reggie Yates. Because what? <laughs> How did I get her? <laughs> um, wait, were you going to say something? No. Okay, cool. I what had we... thoughts. I'm losing all my thoughts. Losing. <sighs> the, the tiredness is getting to the... me. Are you tired? Yeah, I'm a bit tired. Oh, I'm these, sorry. These nights, you know, like when you're getting up at seven o'clock every day. No, I can't relate. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't got off at seven in ages. I remember one summer after, um, what, after GCSEs? Mm-hmm. I got up at seven because I wanted to. Damn. You know what I miss, right? I miss that energy. I ain't I, got that. I miss back in the day, like high school and shit, when you just, over the weekend, you just chill in bed until about one o'clock. And you just get out and just go downstairs and watch TV. I miss back when homework was pointless. Like, I look back and it was like, homework was only practice then. Like, I didn't need to do this because I was a smart girl. Do you still, have you used algebra for anything? Do you know what? I kind of have. Because, because, because. Algebra in this, I've used simple algebra in the sense of, okay, well, this expense I'm going to say is X. And then this expense, I'm going to say is... So, like, I was trying to, I was trying to do some accounting because I was like, I can't afford an accountant. 
and all my cousins that are accountants are busy. So um, let me do my own. Like I was doing like, because um, I was like, it's too long to type this. Mm. Too long to type this. Let me try and use Excel <laughs> to, to make things easier I, for myself. I hate Excel. Yeah, it didn't really work out. But that was algebra. Okay. And I used it, but in terms of like proper life and like moving forward, but do you know what? I didn't, I didn't feel bad for learning algebra. I didn't feel um, like it was a waste of my time. Cause do you know what my dad always said to me? The point of education, you're not going there to learn. You're going there to learn how to learn so that you can, so that when you get older, you can turn up to um, new skills and be like, okay, I've never done this before. It's like some people know they're visual learners. They're, um, auditory audit what's the word like by hearing is it auditory learners audible Aud- mm. no. i don't know i think i know how to say it in um italian but that's not really the point i don't know what you talk about but no girl. like some people like visual some people are like active some people are like they need to hear it yeah like different forms of yes and then some people learning. are all of them which mm. is me <laughs> <laughs> so um you learn how to learn because obviously everybody's different yeah, that that's why I don't. Um, you so know, like algebra, of, I don't feel too bad about knowing. No, I can't stand algebra, man. But I was like, what? I, I didn't didn't use it for none. I wasn't really good at like chemistry though, maths and science. Bond that. You know, a lot of the shit that I hated in high school is what I love now. Like I try and find more information on like stuff like biology or like mm. history, geography. I used to hate that shit and now I'm like, I wanna I wanna know more about these subjects. I would have um enjoyed all of those subjects back day mm-hmm. if I was able to pick the things that I'm enjoying learning about now. I'm interested in all of the thi- I can see I did enjoy history, but it was just a bit like Yeah, this isn't the funnest because like I'm not really interested in what you're telling me about. But then it's interesting. But then there's always like one lesson out of three that yeah. I'm like, whoa, mind blown. Didn't know this actually happened. But then if like it was, there's so, it's like Drunk History. Do you watch Drunk History on Comedy Central? No. You should. I don't know that shit. Drunk History is like, they get different influencers or celebrities to basically get drunk. And then they tell a certain story to do history and then they reenact it. And then um, actors reenact it with the voiceover. So it's always the voice of the person. But then, do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because there's some things that I never even knew happened in history that I'm learning about there. And it's just like, why can't you make history interesting like that? Why does it have to be boring? Not even boring. Why can't education be enjoyable more percentage of the time than it is? Yo. Tell me. I've got a point. Tell me. Do you think... I've got a point too. It's my finger. That's some, that's some dope punchlines, man. Thanks. I'm not this good normally. It's because I haven't been on the mic in a while. Hey, 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 wicked, wicked DJ. DJ inside. Uh, yeah, I can't do that one. I'll stop. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a green tea. Do you think that the problem oh, with... The black community. I'm joking. No, I'm not about to jump into that shit. <laughs> problem with the black movies. <laughs> they gonna come for your ass. No, not today. Um, do you think that that problem that we are talking about in terms of people having a disconnect with or people not understanding the urgency of d- 
doing more things while they're at university and take advantage of that mm -hmm. is maybe the stuff we're taught in education. Like you think of it, education don't teach you life. They just teach you the basics. How how important would it have been if you was in high school and from then they're, they're teaching you about tax or they're teaching you about how to manage your money correctly or skills that you will actually need as a, an adult? Do you know what I mean? I feel mm. like there's not, there's not, there's no urgency there to learn any of these things. And then all of a sudden you're out of university or you're out of college and it's like, shit, like what the fuck? How, how do I maneuver any of this? I hear you. However, I used to say it's the responsibility of the parents to teach that to you. Mm. But um, in the last 20 seconds, I've just disagreed because I've not really thought about it in a while. I think you can leave that responsibility to parents because they birthed this person, they brought them into the world. But just because somebody birthed this person and brought them into the world does not mean they are fit to teach them how to live. Mm -hmm. So I think if we give the, like, it's like um, just because this person birthed them doesn't mean they have to teach them how to do maths. That's the responsibility of the school. And um, if the term is education, mm -hmm. why not? Yeah, I'm with you. Why not educate in all senses of the word? But then that means you have um, that means you have some things such as like money. Everybody has the same mindset too. I don't know if that's a good thing to have. I can't. I'm not sure what the negatives would be, but I don't know if some things like that. Because I feel like all the things to do with that we learn in school now, apart from like PSHE. Do you remember what PSHE was? It's like physical. Education. Physical. So it's, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh crap! What was it? PSHE was like tutorial where they like. Um, where they like break stuff down to you as well. Like, um, you never, maybe because I went to a Catholic school. Was it something to do with sports though, wasn't it? Or was no, that, that's, oh no, that's, that's P. Yeah, bro. PSHE was like in the morning when like, um, they would be like, here's some, um, oh, I can't even remember because PSHE was just about. So, PSHE. Um, PSHE was like getting to know, like part, get into a group of four and work this problem out, but not in terms of like math, as in like, um, it's to do with like life and like we had this thing called like learning learning talents yeah so like it'd be like organization um care and concern yeah like you'd this get marks primary school no this is a secondary school you get marked i never in the five years or well, even seven years actually yeah for seven years i was at my school um sixth form i didn't say behind <laughs> <laughs> I never actually cared for learning talents, but you got marked on that. That's yeah. something they'd bring up in parents' evening, and I never actually cared. But um, those were those were things I guess you can say are affecting people's morals because if they push that hard enough, where if you don't do this, you oh, do you know what? On Netflix, there's this thing called like Girls Locked Up. Have you seen it? No, I've I think I've seen it come up, but it's, I um, I haven't it's... watched it either. But I just read a bit about it, and it was um basically it's young girls in a prison where they kind of teach them new uh, new rules. So for example, different colors means you're on different levels. So some people, if you're nice enough to, um, and you respect enough people or something along them lines, or if you follow the rules in this aspect, you get to wear burgundy. Or if you, and if you don't, you're demoted back down to blue or you're demoted back down to, so they learn how to be good people basically. Mm -hmm. But then obviously when they leave the prison, it doesn't really matter because you're in the real world. It doesn't really, it doesn't work that way. If doesn't you're a shit translate. person, you're a crap person. It doesn't yeah. really. 
translate. I feel like if you, even if you do push certain things in education, people can still leave and be dicks. Yeah. So like people can, I, but is it like more like there'd be less dicks in the world? Yeah, exactly. For the greater good. Yeah. I, I talked t- for a long period there and didn't say much, but that's okay. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, it educates more people. Like, yeah, you're still going to have dicks, but at least the general consensus mm. is this is what you should know. Now you have more information on those topics that will help you in life. It would be good. It would be good. I just don't think it would be something that they, they actually mark people on. It would mm-hmm. probably be one of those things that once again, it's like, um, it's like PSHE. You don't, I don't need the GCSE and PSHE. No. For what? But no, I do think it would be good to learn. But people, do you know what though? Yeah, it'd be good to learn, but how serious can you take it as a child? True. I thought I was super mature. Looking back, there are some days where I wouldn't care of what the teacher was saying. At least it gives you basic information. And my form, sorry, shout out to 7 to 11 and 12, 13, Teresa. I was in the same form as well. Um, we had so many different form tutors I feel like we lacked connection with all of them, mm-hmm. apart from the last one. Shout out to you, Miss Palmieri. Bang. Um, Are we shout out teachers? Yeah. <laughs> shout out uh, Scott Martin in uh, Hal's Owen College. It was the, uh, the, the first teacher that believed in me, man, and really, oh, really pushed me to swear do down. what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> no tears. <coughs> yeah. yeah, man. Um, sh- man up. Shout out. Shout out to you, man. Shout Scott out. Martin, you know, first name basis. Yeah, man. Scott Martin was sick. Find Nicola Palmieri. Um, but yeah, like we didn't really. Oh, we had one teacher. You didn't realize how mean kids are to teachers until you look back nah, and you're like, that's horrendous. Fucking dicks. Yeah, she was a dick, but like, nah, she had a she had a baby and then she left. And then I think she decided, yeah, I don't deserve this, so I'm never coming back. Yo, just bounced. Yeah, and I look back and I'm like, I feel so bad that we, we. Because there, there, there were some days where she'd cry. And it well, wasn't like, me. Jesus was just bullying her. No, there were some evil people in my form. I remember she... some lady brought... I remember one girl brought in a hamster. And like... Why would you Why would you bring in a hamster when you know you can't have a hamster in school? Like, And she'd always... To be fair, she was a troubled child. And she'd always argue with... Um, anyways, that's my... Yes, yeah, this is not important. But... um. If she was trying to teach us about tax, I wouldn't be listening. No. True. It's hard. How do you, how do you, how do, how can you make somebody who doesn't care, care? Mm. It's quite impossible. You I've can. tried. So like this whole thing of like, how do we educate the next generation? It's quite difficult because once again, everybody's, all these kids, even though they're quite still impressionable, it's quite hard to influence them. If yeah. you're no one to them, that's when there's, it's not a privilege to be a nobody. It's a disadvantage. You just, uh, it's hard. But then it? I do I wish guess... I learned about all this stuff because I still don't understand how yeah. I'm meant to be self-employed after I graduate because, bruh, I got a job where I was, where, like, I realised they're going to pay me, but I, I'm very confused as to whether I pay tax or whether I'm underneath. The, like, I don't really understand how tax works. I just know I get taxed sometimes and sometimes they pay me back, sometimes they don't. I mean, need to learn that shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This, <laughs> I've read into it and still get confused because, like, it's not straightforward sometimes. Nope. But you're right, though. People will learn when they want to learn. Yeah, like, you can't make people care. Yeah, but, but on, on the topic of teachers, right, I had some <laughs> absolute dickheads, like some racist-ass teachers. I remember in primary school, a teacher held me up by my throat at one point. <gasps> I swear down. I had a teacher who slept with... Um, 
But I never thought I'd be living a movie like that. Although <laughs> I had a teacher who slept with a, a student in my year, but not my year. Wait, was this? Was Sixth form. Okay, I thought you. Was... But still, that's wrong. What do you mean? Because our school was like a. Um... Yeah, but I thought he was gonna say primary school or something. Oh, what in God's name? No, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Wait, no. I hang up the phone. Thank you very much. The number you have called is no longer in service. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was probably just like a. I was just. And she got suspended. Why? Why and then she, get she got suspended and he kept his job. What? And then eventually I think he got fired. But like the fact that she got suspended, I was like, no, nah, this system is messed up. Damn. Yeah, absolutely mad. If that don't show you that we're in a male-led society, I don't know hmm? what does. <laughs> yeah, like, and to, and he, and thinking back, I'm like, teachers knew some of them weren't, like he wasn't, what, you it's think some of the teachers knew, like, what Obviously, was going on? Um, he even lived, oh, he even lived with one of the other teachers, so, like... Oh, my God. Do the maths, bro. Do the maths. That's fucked up, man. No, that's dangerous, because you know what it is? I was thinking about this today, because I was listening to a podcast, and I was listening to The, the Read, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, one of their old, like, 2016 episodes, and one of the people that wrote in was, like... Their trigonometry teacher was uh, making a pass at them, despite the fact that that person was married and um, he was supposed to be straight, but I guess he wasn't straight. Um, so they were like, that's. They were like, firstly, no, no, that's n- no, <laughs> no, what? Don't do it. Don't do it. But then they were like, it doesn't even matter that you're in high school. Even if this was a um, university professor and a university student, there's still pl- there's still an imbalance of power there. And that made me think, like, it's just, it's evil. It's evil without realising you're evil. Mm. Like, I'm sure there's some, no offence to, you know, all these people aren't there, but I'm sure there's some murderers who don't realise what they're doing is evil, but then they don't, because they don't, it doesn't register in their head as this is bad. Yeah. So in the same way, I don't think some of these teachers realise the gravity of what they're doing. Like, you are messing with this person's psyche. Is that the word? So, like, the way they are going to treat um, the opposite sex or even, or whoever they're interested in in the future, you're you're really messing, messing with them. It's deep, bro. It's deep, bro. But you got to have an understanding of reactions or being in other people's perspectives, don't you feel? What do you mean? Like in terms of what you're saying. Like in terms of I know oh. this feels good to me. I'm no, I'm not talking about me. I'm I'm just you know hypothetical shit right here. Is this feels good to me? Yeah. But I can see how this might be bad for the other person on the other end. Oh, what? So how much do you have to care? Yeah. Taking responsibility for your own actions and have an understanding of all the different facets. That's a podcast for another day. (laughs) That's a serious question I've um, um, debated for a long time. Hmm. How much do I have to care? Because sometimes I've had people insult me and then um, other friends come in and be like, oh, they're going through a tough time. I'm like, so? Yeah. And they're like, no, like, you they're just going for a long and I feel like okay fair 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 but then like it still bothers me because we haven't resolved anything then I just have to deal with what they said and like how that made me feel so how's that how's that 
like, do you see what I'm saying? How's that fair? Who's that fair to? I don't. Yeah. Where's the fairness in this, bro? I don't understand. So, um, I did go on a spree of not caring, and I, I guess, only as of last week, I actually started to care, and realized this is a different podcast, and that's why we're gonna come to a close. <laughs> but no, actually, catch catch myself in Christian. Another podcast. We'll talk about how much you have to care, and do you know what? We'll also talk about um. Realizing you're wrong. Oh, yo, I could do a whole two hours. But not realizing you're wrong in terms of like argument. Mm-hmm. Realizing a decision you made for yourself is wrong. Sometimes you can make the wrong decision. Yeah. And I've had to come to terms with that recently. Catch us on another episode. <laughs> Next up on. Well, this has been Juiced <laughs> 2. <laughs> 2. 2.0, episode 4. Um, I'm still all in for. I haven't changed. I mean, I hope so. Um, thank you for listening. I hope this has been useful to somebody. Do you have it? Do you want to promote your social media after saying you love it so much? Um, I'm only on Instagram. Really? Yeah. But my Instagram is Christian Emmanuel SCW. And that's Emmanuel spelled E-M-A-N-U-E-L. Lovely stuff. So you don't use any other social media platforms? No. So wait, going back to what we said in the beginning of the podcast, I have an Instagram account, but mm-hmm. then I have Twitter, which mm-hmm. I love. Twitter is what I use. Instagram, I don't really use it. I feel like Twitter's really bad though. It is. It is. It, I know. Um, I've accepted that for who it is, okay? We're working <laughs> on our differences. Um, but then I, I tr- I'm trying to get into Pinterest. Because Pinterest is kind of like Instagram. Pinterest? Every time I type in sh- some shit in Google, <laughs> it comes up on Pinterest and I'm like, oh, is this, is this where of... the shopping thing is? And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, yeah, that's upsetting. I'm kind of realising Pinterest is like Instagram without all the like, without all the like stuff I don't like. Like the social media-ness of it. Yeah. It's literally like making a bunch of mood boards. And you can look at other people's mood boards if it's public. Yeah. And that's it. That's literally, pin boards basically. That's what I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on for on social media, and that is it. Catch us. I won't be late for next week, next week's episode. Um, it will be on time every Wednesday. Deuces. Deuces. Lol, I'm joking. That wasn't it. This is the end. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Juiced with Ayer Fawaway.